0: Welcome to Join the Raid. Tonight we have a lovely topic of the pros and cons of technology. Today we have the co host of the with the most, Mr. Savage himself. Hello, hello. And of course myself, Raider or Terry, whichever one you yeah. want to go by, if you decipher that little project I did with the her titles. But we're going to talk about technology. Let's go back to let's go back to the eighties when we talk the about 80s. technology. Yeah. Ooh. Computers still weren't weren't every and every single home. Um people did everything the old fashioned way. Um people were more dependable as well. Yeah. When it came definitely. to that. Mm. And go from there to today where okay. you can see a little kid, I mean like ten or younger sometimes have their own iPhones and they're just glued to it.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's different like, now,
1: definitely. You see that through the ages. It changed in the last twenty years really quick. In Thirty years you can see it changed really. It's uh it's gone from like you said, when I was growing up, I was born in ninety-three. And so throughout the nineties, you know, you still hanged outside, rode your bicycle, scooter, whatever you had, played sports outside. But as you get closer to the two thousands, technology became more more involved and less active outside you see that a lot today especially
0: oh yeah i I remember i I was born in 90 so (laughs) about the same time frame but i lived in a small town area and people that had internet um they they had money they had to have money to have internet where i lived and it was one of those things that we didn't really need it at the time we went to school and that's when we had internet and so we use that for everything. And it never, it never once was one of those things I thought, Oh, I'm going to have to have this with me all the time. (laughs) And today alone, if it wasn't for my phone and internet, I wouldn't have been able to keep up, keep track of everything else going on.
1: Yeah. Everything's so intertwined with technology today. It's completely different from the eighties where Technology was there, but it wasn't the main factor into everyday life. Whereas technology today, it's factored into everyday life. Like example, DoorDash, I, you know, like I told you earlier, I just started that up, yeah. try it out. So it makes some extra cash the, on the side. And uh, without it, I probably wouldn't be able to do DoorDash at all. Because you know, with the phone, you do DoorDash, you, you accept that order. <clears throat> and then once you accept that order, you get... Uh, a GPS coordinates go to Taco Bell. Here's the GPS, you know, the address. Then you go to the address, you find the house. It tells you everything without that. I wouldn't be able to do any of it. I'd be like, where am I going? What is this street? What house is it? <laughs> so with, with the, uh, GPS, it, it gives you a lot of opportunities and it can help you, but it could also hinder you in so many different
0: ways. Yeah, that that's true. Um, looking at it from the other standpoint of it of just gps by itself how it's how it's just evolved and integrated through every single aspect of everything um it used to be use a map to find out where you're going nowadays most people can't even read a map
1: no i can't
0: (laughs) (laughs) um then you go from what we had the gps uh what was that brand? Was, everybody had it when they were going across country or something like that. It's one of the GPS models. Of, they had yeah, like Magellan. They had so many other different ones, and and when you saw that, you're like, oh, they travel a lot. Yeah, you instantly knew it. <clears throat> it how you could just differentiate people.
1: Yeah, it, it's yeah. Go ahead.
0: No, you're good, man. Go go report it.
1: Yeah, like like you said, it's. It's crazy, like, you see the process go through over time. You know, 80s, you're probably most likely still using the maps unless you're really rich, and you got, like, the, you know, the beta versions of whatever, what we have today, was might have been out back then, but you had to be super exclusive and rich to get it. But uh, most people use the map. You know, you'd be driving, and you have the map open, or someone in the passenger seat is telling you which direction to go, and you're like, oh, Route 409 to... Exit 30, and then you're just, you're ringing it basically the whole time. And it's crazy because when I think about it, I'd be frantic. I'd be, oh, where am I going? Oh, no, I've been lost. Now I'm lost. And, but with the GPS, mo- most cases, you're, you're, you're collected, you're calm. You see what street you're on. You see the highway you're on. Oh, it, 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 the GPS talks to you. Exit 3, coming up in half a mile. It's like, okay, cool. So you don't you can't really mess it up at that point unless you use signal but most cases you won't so it's it's crazy to see how that's changed over time but as cool as that technology is it kind of makes us dumber at the same time because we become so reliant on the technology that you stop thinking for yourself and you're just like I don't have to really try I just type in the coordinates and go. And it helps in certain aspects, but if you do that day in, day out, you're kind of like a mindless drone or a zombie at that point.
0: Well, that's kind of where it all keeps going, no matter what, like you said. Um, It went from, you know, you had to know where you were going, whose house you were going to, and you had your way of going there, and everybody else had their own way of going there. Yeah. and. It was, it was good times back then because you, you walk there or, you know, you took a ride and you paid attention usually when you were actually riding in a car and nowadays uh, if anybody actually pays attention to like actually the drive now, if they're not the one driving, then it's kind of a miracle.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I noticed that a lot too, especially if you're like, if you're, you know, when I'm driving, I'm, I'm focused on the, the road in front of me. And then every five seconds, maybe 10 seconds, I look for a quick glance at the GPS and then back straight to the road. And when I have someone next to me in the passenger seat, shotgunning or whatever, <clears throat> they, they'll they they'll look over and be like, oh, look at that. Oh, look at that. Did you see that? I'm like, no, I don't see that because I'm driving looking forward so I don't smash into another vehicle.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to keep you safe right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes take a picture of it for me
1: (laughs) yeah it's either they're they're looking everywhere and seeing everything or they themselves are just lost in their phone as well so you're you're just focused on the road in front of you and the cars around you and the gps and then the person people in the car whether it be your wife or kids are either looking out the window looking at the cool things or they're just so lost in their own phone and technology itself
0: and that's that itself was one of those things that when I think about it, I would I would love to go back in time just to hmm. get back to just enjoying because uh, even nowadays a conversation with somebody you can't even go talk to somebody without them one glancing at their phone to see something came through or their, or their smartwatches. I mean, I have yeah. one, too, but I barely ever use it because I keep everything to my phone, just try to minimize it as much as possible. i'll forget something and i just see people they're always on their phone They're and somebody's actually trying to tell them something important on top of that and then they still do it and i'm like well do i need to schedule a meeting or do i need to (laughs) like
1: some health issues there (laughs) And I, I noticed that, too, with this podcast in general. I did that at the first three episodes or first two episodes. We, I'd still be engaged in the conversation, but I'd be like this. I get a Snapchat for my girlfriend. Got to reply. That's most like that's a reflex for me. I, I'm a person that once I get a text or a, a, a call or a snap, I got to reply instantly. I, I have to because I don't want them to think that I'm missing or I'm ignoring them. Okay. I, it's in the back of my head. I'm thinking, but. Now I'm thinking about myself. I'm like, you know what? I'm doing stuff like this. I'm having a conversation with someone. Put the phone to the side. They'll be fine. Just focus on the on the podcast. Focus on the call. Whatever I'm at. You know, you're talking to someone. Don't be rude to that person because now you're neglecting the person you're actually talking to. Either it's face to face, like right now with the podcast, or just in in person.
0: Yeah, I I get that, and I'm I am guilty of that myself you see yeah. me do it, I, I get a message and it's, it actually is an important message and I'm like, I'll reply while they're talking real quick, because <laughs> yeah. it's actually important but then, other times I just glance over, I was like eh, that can wait till we're actually done yeah <laughs> because most things most things just take time and I, just, I always forget that myself that yeah. if I just take the time and just be like, okay I'm going to sit here I'm gonna finish what I'm doing. I'm gonna get all this stuff done. Then I'm gonna handle it. Cause if it's if something's wrong, they're gonna call you. Like yeah. that's what my all opinion. Like they'll actually call.
1: Definitely. Yeah. And uh, it's again going back to that at the point where technology has changed over time, no one really saw this coming to where we are now that we'd be glued to our phones. Because before you get the cell phone. It was a flip phone, or you know, a, a sliding phone, or a razor, which is also a flip phone. Or the, brick, or the yeah bricks. the bricks. Yeah, they, they didn't have what we have today in technology because now I can I can play really advanced games, watch whole movies while I'm at work, listen to crazy mo- like music, TV, whatever, on my phone. You can do everything on your phone now. You can take amazing pictures. And no one saw this coming. Early two thousands, they're like, "Oh, the flip phone. That's so advanced. That's so cool. You can call someone. You can, you know, text someone with the with the buttons." And then and then they changed it to texting, where it actually has individual letters on the screen. And you're like, "That's so cool." But then they added internet, and they're like, "Internet on the phone?" Because back then, internet oh, was yeah. exclusive just to your PC. So yeah, you had you had that. this big you had this big brick of a PC, the huge <laughs> tube TV monitors, and everything. And You are just looking at you are like, oh, I can go on the internet, I can do these crazy things, and emails. And over time, the last ten years, fifteen years, twenty years, it's changed so dramatically and so fast. No one saw this coming, and no one thought of the repercussions of it because. With all this crazy technology, they never... At first, there was no laws against texting and driving. There was no laws against going on the internet and driving. They were just assuming people would be smart about it. But when you give people this ability to do things and no grounds of rules or regulations to help them guide you, then people tend to abuse it and then ends up causing fatalities, such as like drinking and driving, you know, people drink yeah. and drive. And then once they started implementing, oh, you can't drink and drive, people got mad at it at first. They're like, how dare you take that away from us? You can't do that. But over time, people realize the repercussions of it, what could happen? You know, it could be a big mistake where you take someone else's life. Or it could be a minor thing where you know you black out while driving and you hit a telephone pole. You black out, you break the telephone pole. That costs you ten thousand dollars, twenty thousand dollars to fix all that. So yeah. it's 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 crazy.
0: It is um, going even going with that. It's looking at how computers advance because they used to take up a whole room for yeah. one computer. Um, <laughs> yeah. And now everybody can have one in their house. Like, we're on one right now, and it ta- doesn't take up, it doesn't even take up a quarter of your room. Yeah. It did not take up any space at all. And you just think about just how fast it advanced compared to everything else, what we do with with everything with advancing. Usually it takes 20, 30 years for everything to be fully advanced to where you don't think you can go any further. But now that we know now, it's Every single year, or every couple years, there's a new, there's a new uh, graphics card. Let's just look at that graphics card. Yeah, GBWs. every year. It used to be graphics card were individual things, and you know, oh, we'll just buy a new graphics card. Maybe cost you a hundred bucks <clears> at the time, something like that. It wasn't a big deal. Nowadays, you're spending up to six hundred, eight hundred dollars. Thousand dollars, two thousand, yeah, thousand dollars now because the new ones, the the 40 series. Um, mm-hmm. and I just think about it all the time. It's just like, man, if I would have known what I knew, if I knew now what I knew, I take it back in time. I would invest yeah. in it. Oh yeah, I, definitely. And like, they're like it's going to fail. So like, cool. I'll let it fail. It's going to come back up. <clears throat> I'm going to be set for the rest of my life. But again, <laughs> can't, can't go back in time and can't fix those little problems. <laughs> But, like, even uh, the power supplies on computers, they're, they're so small now, used to take up at least a good, I think, 40% space inside wow. of the computer, um, just because they're, like, just because they're inverters, and you need the power. Yeah. And everything was bigger and bulkier back then, so it made sense. And if you ever had your computer on for too long, and you ever touched it, you felt how hot it actually got.
1: Oh, yeah, Definitely. Yeah, it's it's crazy because even like my PC, it's made for gaming and streaming at the same time. It's got you know, it's got four fans plus a coolant, uh, a water coolant or H two O coolant system with uh, through it, and so that's all insulated and it'll never leak out. But uh, it it cools the computer down pretty easily. But also, like you said, the power supply is pretty small. But it's not that strongest either. If I need to get a new graphics card, i have to upgrade that as well. It's only a six six fifty watts. So yeah, that's that, that's decent, but it does the job.
0: Yeah, but for that, that's not bad. And then too, no. the most power supplies nowadays, you go to you can go to Best Buy, you can go you can go get online, one like go anywhere. New egg, yeah. it's 150 bucks, 150 bucks max. You got a gold yeah. series power supply. Yep. You're like, yeah, yep. Don't have to worry about upgrading.
1: Yeah, I've seen, I looked at them just to see, I was like, oh, if I wanted to upgrade my graphics card again at some point, what would I need? And yeah, they, like you said, the gold series is gold-plated because that's the best conductor. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'd be like, like it was like a, for like a thousand watt gold-plated power supply, it was like $180. So it wasn't bad. It was like, yeah, that's, that's not bad. Not graphics card, that's a different all. story. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You'll get the get them pockets ready for that graphics card.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those, I got lucky with mine. I found it on, what was it Facebook, Facebook like sales or whatever. And the yeah. the 3060 I got at the time was worth because it was on a high demand but low supply. It was worth twelve hundred dollars, and I got it for five hundred instead on Facebook Marketplace. So at the time it was worth it. I was like, all right, yeah, I can definitely use this. So. I bought it then, went to a police station, met the guy there, traded it, easy.
0: So, so you got a bargain. You see that right yeah. there. You can shop around for bargains for <clears> any kind yeah. of tech. You can shop around for bargains, but sometimes I tell people all the time, it's better to go through uh, more trusted sites and everything because yeah. they test them before they sell them again, just to make mm-hmm. sure they actually work. Because you could have, it could have been a dud, and you'd have been yep. out, out five hundred
1: yeah yeah the packaging itself was still in the original packaging it wasn't opened or tampered with It had the stills the same seal i went through the whole process looking up information about it because the guy claimed about how he got it from the original packaging never opened it i was like all right so what do i look for for signs that it's like tampered with the seal itself is a specific sticker that seals the top and bottom And only this company has these specific seals. So if it's been tampered with or if it's changed, then you know that it's been messed around with. So I looked for signs. I didn't see anything. The guy himself seemed kind of clueless on technology of PCs-wise. Because the card he had was really good. I guess he wanted a 3080 because he wanted to play everything on 4K instead of 1440. But he wanted to play Call of Duty and high FPS. was like, even then, you're not going to get a high FPS... You're not gonna want to run Call of Duty on 4K, whatever. It's the whole thing. Yeah. So the guy himself didn't know what he was talking about, but he knew the value of the item, and he knew that I was worth my money, and he was not gonna mess around. So I knew I could trust him. He can trust me. We did business, and we moved on.
0: Yeah, see that that worked out for you. That's a good thing. Yeah, I've heard plenty of stories where it didn't work out. When uh... yeah. The thirty-eight, the thirty-eight actually were coming out. At first, they were, they were people scalping like no other, oh, and yeah. selling, selling just the boxes, shipping out the boxes, something empty inside of it or something heavy inside of it, so people thought it was the same weight and I'd get it to them. And man, that I laugh, I was like, man, why do not y'all <laughs> just go to the manufacturer? It's expensive. So yes, it's expensive, yeah. but exactly you, know, you go through. Well, NVIDIA's a big one now. Um but uh the other one, GT Oh, I had it in my head too.
1: Nvidia GTX or RTX?
0: NG... It's RTX. Um, RTX this...
1: is the newer brand. That's the thirty sixties and above.
0: Yeah, the G... RTX when they, they when they actually agreed to contract out to have another company make them. Mm. They had a program that, hey, you bring us your old graphics card we'll take that off price off because they repair them and they resell them okay and if you want to upgrade they had an upgrade program for them too that hey the next card's coming out they email you do you want to upgrade yours to the new card so instead of spending like you know 1200 dollars off the back you're trading yeah. your graphics card and paying like i think 600 700 bucks hmm. so it was great but unfortunately, that company is no longer doing graphics cards anymore, not yeah. for, not with NVIDIA anymore. Supposedly, they're doing their own private graphics card, which I'm okay <laughs> with. Yeah, because I I would I would I'd invest in it. But... Yeah,
1: definitely. It's it's something I looked into investing in on stuff like that, graphics cards. You know, like anything electronic, really. Uh, especially the things that are becoming popular. Keep an eye on trends mostly, and you can see where stuff's leading to, and that's where you want to like end up putting stocks into or interest into.
0: DDR six. Just remember DDR six, and know that DDR four and DDR five are going to become obsolete really soon. Yeah, especially if you' talking about the graphics <clears throat> cards area. Um, yeah, definitely. But back on topic. Um, yes. Let's look at our. Uh, Let's look at simple things like a TV. Oh
1: yeah, definitely. Like, That's I have
0: a, I have a six five inch smart TV, and it does everything. It has voice commands, everything like that. Things I never would have even guessed, even in my twenties, that would be even exist. Yeah. Like to this advancement, without having to spend like over two grand on it or or so forth.
1: Yeah. Uh yeah, like you were saying, smart TVs like that and stuff like that's it's, it's changed a lot over time, it really has.
0: I mean look from the box T V where I, I grew up on box TV. The tubes, everything and uh, <laughs> it was one of those things that you turned it on and you waited.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it warmed up and then you're good to go. Um then we our family upgraded it and got a newer style tv with a plasma screen the plasma
1: oh, screens which is the original flat screens basically
0: yeah and then you look from plasma screens to how they started transitioning over to real flat screen real thin yeah get smaller people started not trusting them because they were so small yeah and i i laughed about it i was like well if it works right and it's smaller wouldn't that be better,
1: yeah, exactly it's uh like you said, like the original smart TVs or original like flat screens we have now compared to like the early 2000s when they came out like they were were considered at the time flat screen, but they still had like a box on the back, like it stuck out on yeah. the back, it was just a frame, it was thin, but now technology has come to the point where everything is just flat. And it can be just put right into the wall, mounted. And for the most part, the yeah, you'll get some better quality out of certain brands, Samsung, Sony. And if you go to Best Buy, you get ridiculous like TVs that are worth like $4,000. I don't know what those do. They make them so special. But because at the end of the day, the, the 4K TV I got was on sale for $300 at Walmart. And it's yeah. a 42-inch. So it's like, okay, it works fine. It's 4K. I see everything picture perfect
0: yeah see that, that that's what most people don't realize the reason why they're so expensive is uh, it's because the pixels and everything else if you're big into like actual picture quality and every aspect of it I mean yeah. every single aspect of it to feel like you're there kind of thing mm. to immerse you into that experience that's what it's for yeah. and it's basically it goes to that standpoint of like we talked about a couple episodes ago, people like that name brand, and they don't give a shit about how much it costs, and they're just trying to get that name. So yeah, it kind of it goes to that standpoint. Like my six five inches an LG, and it's nice. I I mean it's I I thought it was gonna be you know I was like well it's gonna be shortcoming somewhere in it. <laughs> nope, audio's great, picks up everything, and I mean I set my headset up. When I'm playing Call of Duty, hear footsteps, and my TV picks it up without yeah. changing the settings. It changes the game mode on its own whenever I turn try to play a video game, and I don't I don't have to do anything. I just turn it on. All I gotta do is turn it on. And it does <clears> all <throat> the thinking and everything for me, so I don't have to change any settings. Yeah. Um, then think about video games consoles nowadays. It went from Atari, which was <laughs> The grandfather. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, ping pong. It's just two balls going boop, 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 boop. boop, To you know, Mario Kart, or Mario and King Kong, or King Kong, um, Donkey Kong. There you go. And Pac-Man, arcade machines in the '80s and '90s to PlayStation One that had like you know games that are like they're nostalgic now spiral the dragon or some other crazy j- games you can they go you know 007 from nintendo 64 and then ps2 and xbox came out the original i don't know if they were the original but they came out with popular online play that was like the first time online internet came around then ps3 came out that's when it really kicked off and then that became a thing, and then now everyone plays online. Everything is online. Even yeah. if you play a single-player game, you still have to sign online to do updates, otherwise you can't play the game. So it's, it's crazy how it's changed, not only just how the game was made, but also graphics-wise, and how its accessibility through internet, all that. It's just changed over time, where it was simple, just you know, the the graphics weren't there, but it was still fun to play. Like, and then today you look at a movie and you're like, "This is a video game." VR coming out with more and more stuff every year. Where yeah. is that going to lead to? When VR gets to the point where you can't tell reality from video games, that's a scary thought.
0: <laughs> oh man, that 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 right there is going to be one of those things of. It's going to cause a lot of issues, and there's going to be cause yeah. a lot of restrictions going to be put on that. Whenever it gets to that real, full realism.
1: Yeah, because they already have, I don't know if you ever saw Ready Player One, the movie. Yeah. It was a really good, a really good movie, I liked it. And that body vest he had in the movie, it's not to that depth detail, where it's the whole body and you can feel every crevice, but they do have like a bulletproof vest, kind of. And Are they, they have like, suit? yeah, the gaming suit, it has like a shock absorber, so when like a bullet hits you in game, it would hit that in the vest spot. And you would feel a vibration to kind of give you that sensation you could just got shot. So it's cool that technology is getting that depth, that detail, but it costs a fortune too. But it's also, like you said, scary to the thought that someone might come some crazy game where it's like if you die in the game, you die real life or something.
0: <laughs> or somebody's gonna have a heart attack because it's so yeah. realistic because your brain can't process it.
1: Yeah, you fall into your death. You're. You get scared. You, you you think your head just got ripped off by a shark or something. <laughs> you just say, "Wait a second, <laughs> it's just a game."
0: It, it, it's one of those things that you always look at it and you, I I look at it like because I I want to try VR, but it's one of those things of it can wait. It yeah, can, it can wait till that price point drops a little bit more. For me. I
1: have a VR. I have Quest two, and I played a I played a few off of the PC because. Quest itself doesn't play a; it plays its own games and they're decent but if you want to have an experience that any VR game VR gamer should have is with Half-Life Alyx so that's the most right. realistic and beautiful game on VR in, in anything for VR right now there's not a whole lot of selection that competes with it and that game is just top of the line so realistic looking you can take sp- like spray, pan, spray cans and graffiti the wall and write with pencils on the on pen on paper or you know break glass and pick up the shards of glass shake a vodka bottle with the liquid inside of it and drink it and stuff like that it's really cool and detailed
0: okay <clears throat> see that that right there is a little too that's that's in depth. <laughs> and that right there itself sounds yeah. sounds intuitive sounds sounds fun to try but yeah for me, I'm like, I'm still going to wait because I just yeah. don't need to right now. Um, but going back to games, uh, what was your very first uh, system?
1: Very first system for me was PlayStation 1.
0: Okay, my first one was uh, the Super Nintendo, the original Super Nintendo. So the mm. bigger, longer cartridges. Yeah. I went to... Uh, no, I went to NES. Sorry, not Super Nintendo. NES. Then I got Super Nintendo, and then I got <coughs> Sega. Sega, Genesis, Sega. I remember that bug. We started playing. Uh, that's when Mortal Kombat came out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Went from there, and my my family. Some of my family members had. They had the Sega Dreamcast, which was about <laughs> decades in front of his time. But you know,
1: yeah,
0: is one of yeah. those things. Um, then we got a PlayStation and yeah. I started playing PlayStation, um, got a PlayStation two. Yeah. Then I got the original Xbox when it came out and I started playing Halo and that's when I fell in love with Xbox by itself. Cause they said it would not be on PlayStation. And I was like, well, um, it's not gonna be on PlayStation. I don't want another PlayStation. <laughs> and that P- PS2 is where it stopped. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's where some of like the best games came out for me. PlayStation One had Siphon Filter. I don't know if you ever played those games, but they were really good yeah. back in the day. And then uh, God of War. I think God of War One was on PS. Was it on it was PS
0: Two?
1: Was it two? Okay, yeah. yeah. But that's where it really kicked off for me. I was like, wow, these graphics are insane. Now you look at it today, and it's like they really. What Cubes, basically, when I was that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like back then. You compare it to something from previous, and you're like, "Wow, this is pretty crazy." And then as it got more advanced and detailed, yeah, you, you see differences. And uh, but yeah, PlayStation One was my first system, and I think my first game was Spiral the Dragon. I think, and Dang. I remember that game so vividly. And there were some other games I played that I remember, but the nostalgia feels to those games are just beyond comparison, but I think my first game I ever played was Zelda, though, on Nintendo 64? Or was it that Dreamcast? No, it was Nintendo 64. Okay. Yeah, Zelda Into the Wild, I think that's what it was. i try to remember which one it was called. I know you you had to use a bow and a bunch of stuff, but that was the first game I ever played. I went over to a friend's house, they had it, we're trying it, and I was like, this is crazy, and you know, we got into that game, and then, uh, 007 Golden Eye, I think that was on, that was on Nintendo sixty four, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. It was. Yeah, yeah. So it was that then.
0: <clears throat> um, I mean, I remember uh, on Nintendo sixty four, Pokemon Coliseum. Like, yeah, that that game was again ahead of its time, and I haven't seen yeah. a game in that same mannerism. Yeah, and and I'm thinking to myself, like, you know, they have a market right here; they can do this. <laughs> just do that like a yearly or every other year with that just update the pokemon and they would have it and you have online play with it as well yeah you would have your other things but then they release pokemon unite and it's similar but it's
1: it's not not the same
0: same. not the same at all it doesn't doesn't help you like have that same feeling of hey i'm pokemon trainer there's no pokemon cool in that game you are the pokemon so yeah it i like it but it's one of those things that i think that if they just redo pokemon coliseum and just update it that'd be just, cool it would like what? what's the worst that can happen the pokemon and who knows you know pokemon
1: pokemon is very popular especially like today where it's like just to this day they keep making new tv shows new cards new pokemon kind of got Ridiculous with the Pokemon itself, where there's like candles and trash bags. But whatever, it's so popular that they there's a there's money to be made. So who knows? Maybe in a year or two, maybe three, they'll re, they'll we'll update the game Coliseum Pokemon Coliseum to today because they can do it so many different ways. You know, Nintendo Switch or you know PC Steam on or Xbox or PlayStation because they're in this last few years it's just all about remakes you know they did a remake of dead space that yeah. that game's 20 years old now or almost 20 <laughs> years old now it's beautiful they did really good with it you know they they did this you know the updated graphics or last of us this is like the second time they did like last of us a remake or remaster or whatever is prince of persia i don't know if, did you ever play those games prince yeah, of persia yeah i played prince of persia um, <clears throat> I think within the next year they're gonna do a remake of that, so it's 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 crazy, so who knows what's in store for Pokemon if they have a head on their shoulders, which they do they'll they'll see that there's revenue to be made there, so we'll see,
0: yeah, but again they're they're making their money their way they found a way to make constant uh income yeah. no matter what no yeah. no matter what yeah um so they they know better than us on the, what makes more money and how fast
1: definitely so, definitely
0: so um another game what is it uh, I think it was uh yeah you said Prince of Persia, I remember that game, and that game was ahead of its time too
1: yeah definitely it really was. Was. cool uh
0: graphics wise it was it was a little it was PlayStation back in the yeah. day, so everybody had the same graphics, yeah, but the mechanics of it were ahead of its time,
1: yeah definitely like like the the cool vibe to the game and you felt like alone because anything you ran into was just monsters but also if you got hurt or you're about to die you can rewind time with the 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 dagger of time the sands of time and you had like three chances unless you filled it up after you used it once and kill enemy and filled up more sand it it was a cool mechanic it was definitely different and definitely ahead of its time
0: yeah <clears throat> um, for you what is what's one aspect of technology right now that you think that if you had it back then you'd be ahead of the game
1: I'd be ahead of the game if I had it back then
0: Ooh. and then when I say back then I mean it's time constant so you it's got to be in its time frame still Oh, but so like if, if it, was it was brand new, new... Yeah, okay. Back then so... it was
1: brand new. So. <clears throat> oh, okay, okay. If so I was ahead of the game, and I that'd be crazy to think about, that. Honestly, I honestly, I probably say something like, <laughs> I'd probably go with DoorDash right now. Because if you were like one of the first people that learned about it, you'd be ahead of the market, and you'd be able to pick and choose whatever you wanted to do at the time. And It'd be so much like opportunities for you to kind of grow and take whatever jobs you wanted because if you're the first person there and no one else has heard of the place yet or the market no one's taking up the job to be a door dasher you have all this all these people wanting food so you get an order and you're just like well if you want me to order it or get it for you you gotta pay me the bucks (laughs) (laughs) so i guess that'd be if i had to choose something right now that would be it
0: So for me, it would probably be um, for what I know now, because I'm I'm in cybersecurity. So I would probably take my knowledge in general Mm -hmm. and just go back in time and take that and just actually use it to benefit myself and put myself on a higher pedestal where I need to be. Makes sense.
1: Because
0: back (laughs) then it wasn't uh certification base. It was you went to school for it or you already knew it and they tested you. Ah, okay. And I would already be ahead of the game with it. I'd know things that they wouldn't know how to deal with in the first place. Be first yeah. responder first responder for threats and do think about think about that money.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: The I love me, the I love me letter spam that went out in the early two thousands. That because uh, hackers were sending out emails to everybody, and you click the link, they got all your banking information. <laughs> Knowing how to beat that, that would have been like, because it, it lasted for almost a year, three years of that happening, and it went yeah. everywhere. It it wasn't That's just crazy. stuck to corporate; it was everywhere, like. Just even regular people's email addresses, everything. Yeah. You know, it's, before uh... the whole spam filter is actually doing its job. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> <clears throat> Alright. So uh a question for you now. Um we talked a lot about the pros on technology itself, you know, how it's advanced. What about the cons of it, really? We kind of briefly talked about it. You know, like it it makes us kind of dumber, kind of more reliant on technology. But what would you think uh, in more depth detail? What are the cons of it or examples of it?
0: Oh, that's easy for me. Uh, It makes you you less... I think it makes you less personable. And Mm. it makes you, like we said earlier, it makes you so reliant on it that you don't figure things out yourself anymore. So the yeah. knowledge aspect of, of living life and and evolving itself is kind of at a standstill now. Because if yeah. you want knowledge nowadays, you have to either willingly actually go out there and go get it. Or you have to do so much research on your own that you're going to be looked at as this person of, why don't you just look it up on Google? Everybody says Google everything. And I, yeah. I tell them... Uh, <laughs> You know, googling things <laughs> is nice, but you know anybody can change anything on Google, right? Mm. It's it's just as bad as Wikipedia. The difference is there's just more stuff. <laughs> that, that's all it is.
1: I have a hilarious example of Wikipedia, but continue. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, besides uh, that, it'd probably be um our honestly, it's just how generationally we as a people, are kind of at a standstill when it comes to evolving in our mindsets, because intellectuals nowadays can get shut down by a phone, basically, because people can look Mm -hmm. it up in, like, two seconds. And these people actually took time out and went out and got a degree and worked for it and learned it instead of just looking it up really quick and being done. So. Yeah. That's my thing is I I look at it all the time and everybody asks me, uh and that's what I think about teachers. I go to teachers all the time with this. Um, yeah, because they're out educating, but these kids nowadays they just look up the answer now. <laughs> yeah, that's... They, they don't have it where. Oh help. well, we got we have library time this day this week. I might be able to have time if I has a computer free to look up what I need to look up. Yeah or I have to go grab a book from the library and go through those pages and read up and try to figure out which one's which.
1: Oh yeah. It's like you said, we're so reliant on technology and it makes us just lazy. Cause like you said, and I'm, I'm a, I'm guilty of it too, where it's like, if I don't know the answer of it, I'll just look it up on Google or YouTube and it, it can help in certain situations. It's definitely beneficial. But a lot of times it's just like people don't want to learn for the simplest of things. When I look up something, it's something I haven't learned myself and it's like an advanced thing I don't wanna do without fucking it up. So like if it's something PC related, you know, I gotta change the hardware or graphics card or whatever or something more in depth and detail where it's like the computer coding or something, one little mistake it caused the whole thing to crash. So obviously yeah. I'm gonna look it up to help myself. I'm gonna learn it, I'm gonna read it. You know, something like that or like uh again, this is like a pro to the the technology. It's like when I said to myself, all right, we'll try out this door dashing thing, we'll we'll do uh we'll do DoorDash for like two hours. The night before, I read up on it, I watched YouTube YouTube like videos on it, like the best ways to do it, like the pros and cons of it and people's like gave their in-depth details of what, how to do it basically. So I'm not wasting my time on not valuable um, deliveries. You know, they'd be like, you know, watch out the mileage, how much you're getting the base pay You have to do math. You have to do like mileage per, you basically want to make $2 or more per mile per mile. And if you're not making more than that, then it's not worth it. So say like you get, a delivery for eight dollars and you're going three miles out of your way that's worth it because you're making more than two right there basically you're making like okay. two almost 250 something like that either way so you have to do some math you have to look into it you have to plan your routes basically and so like you're going back to what like technology you're talking about <clears throat> It's definitely a hindrance at some aspects, especially because by, by default, humans want to be lazy. And when you give them that opportunity to be lazy, they'll take it every chance they get, unless you're very, unless you're very strict on yourself about it. It's like, if you're raised, if it's hardwired into you now to be not lazy, like you, you have to push yourself to not call out daddy for work or take the easy route instead of going that little bit extra to get the better outcome. It, it's give and take, but technology definitely makes it easier for you to go that easier route to be lazier, to not work harder.
0: I agree with that. I agree with that a lot. And I see it all the time. I, like you said, we're, we're all guilty of it, especially nowadays. If you have a phone, you're guilty of it. <laughs> exactly. Um, but uh, besides, like, there, there's always going to be pros when it comes to technology and their advancement. There's always going to be because if there wasn't, there they wouldn't have been created in the first place. Exactly. Um, the thing is, when they make these advancements, they didn't expect for everything to come to for everything else to come to a standstill as much as it did, especially when it comes to people being outside more um interacting with each other they thought hey we're gonna give you another tool to make everything easier for you and that way you don't have to worry about this one scenario anymore yeah and we hmm. we have it where wow it can do this so why can't it do everything else
1: (laughs) it's a combination of things too that combine into the technology you know advancements in cars traveling advancements in internet social media you get all these things combined and it creates this monster like you said where it's you don't have to go outside to do this you can literally order food from a grocery store and have it delivered at your front steps you don't have to go outside just do that or you don't have to go outside and play baseball because or go outside to go boxing because you can do vr And have the same effect for working out with the VR headset. I've seen people do a whole session of boxing, VR, and get the same benefits if they did in real life. Because it actually still keeps you in that motion. So yeah, you're not going out and you're still getting exercise. What's the matter? What's the point? Well, you still need vitamin D. Because you get vitamin D from the sun. That's the best way to get it. But people, like I said before, they say the easier route. Eh, I don't even have to go outside, you know, like, like COVID pandemic situation where okay, everyone just okay. stayed at, yeah, stayed home to, to, uh to work, you know, they, they suggested, Hey, they didn't, pro- I don't know if they knew or not, I'm not gonna say they did or not, but let's just say they didn't know the outcome of it, but they said, everyone's just going to work at home and they're thinking it's going to work at home, be safe. It's going to be good. But then it caught on. Everyone's like, I love this. I can stay home in my PJs, work, yeah, yeah. and then stay at home and not have to leave and not to drive that hour, that hour drive to work. I'm staying home. I don't care. And now no one wants to do that anymore. They don't want to drive that hour, which is understandable because no one wants to because it's, it's a pain in the ass. A lot of gas mileage, a lot of time wasted. But at the same time, they don't give themselves enough time outside of the house they just sit inside the house work all day and a lot of people just they just stay there they become vampires if you want to go by that word and just hide from the sun basically and they just seclude themselves from society which isn't good because in order for society to properly work you need to have conversations with other people that's why today's generation of kids are having a hard time communicating with and making friends or communicating with their family, you know, expressing themselves. They learn these things through interactions with other people, including teachers, kids, you know, their parents, indoor, outdoor, but mostly it's from other kids or teachers in school, or if you're a person that works, you same thing. So it's, yeah. Again, technology and other culmination of things combined, really,
0: and that that is like <clears throat> all valid because we're always now nowadays, especially after COVID, yeah. uh, it's kind of like everyone's stagnant. They're, they're yep. hoping, and then they're kind of hoping for that that next one to happen again, like that's going <laughs> to make them where they can work from home and be be secluded a little bit more and when COVID re- released like i was happy when COVID was over and they stopped putting all the restrictions on us because i'm i'm that person who likes to get out of my house a lot or i used mm-hmm. to be so i was never home and okay when i say never home i mean i was home only to sleep That was <laughs> it. The, there was nothing else just no other reason to be home um then I got into this mindset of, uh, I need to slow down. I need to take care of some business and t- be responsible. And I started liking actually being home and having my isolation time to relax and keep myself yeah. together and not have to deal with other people. And it, it's made me a better person on that standpoint because I used to have this problem of uh, of people not liking me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> And it just made me a little bit more tolerable of people because I kind of have that appreciation when I deal with them. It's like, oh, okay, this person's actually talking to me. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, when it's forced upon, like COVID happened, and I I didn't want anything to do with it. Not not even a little bit.
1: No. Exactly.
0: Yeah. I got told all the time, that you need to go back <laughs> home. It's like I'm just driving around. <laughs> I'm just driving around. I'm not getting out of my car. I'm not talking to nobody else. I'm just driving
1: that's it was crazy back then it was like the wild west Either people or law enforcement government officials whatever would tell you one thing act the other way or you know they just try to enforce it on you to make you stay home and that's not good for people to stay secluded that long it creates a lot of issues a lot of problems it's it's good to get out every so often because um when you stay home for so long you'll get depression it's it's a thing it's it's a proven fact statistics are out there for that information but um it was shown throughout COVID. a lot of things popped up that people didn't realize and now they see it because after a long time it just builds up and you don't want to just sit around all day by yourself even if it's with your you know your kids and your your wife you love them even still you need to get out and move you need to humans are not made to just be secluded all the time like that it's not it's in our DNA to not be secluded that long
0: That's true and I I agree with that 100% uh, when it goes to our DNA we we're meant to always be moving we we're always yeah. meant to be either Communicating in some shape or form like actually personally or yeah. doing everything A hundred percent by with somebody else or by ourselves outside one or the other Where it goes to hunt like we're again hunting gathering food gathering supplies to nowadays It's you go to work you come home or if you work from home you uh, Just try to go outside like yeah. I, if I didn't have my dog, I I don't know if I would go outside as much <laughs> as I normally do. Like, but yeah. he he helps me get out of the house a lot, and it 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 benefits me because it gets me outside. It's like cool on my bre- every single break, I'm outside every single yeah. break, lunch break, anything like that, outside. Because he needs to go out, so we go out. So first thing in the morning, I go outside before I even start work, so I'm already outside. At night before i go to bed i go outside to help him out make sure he's good to go outside go potty whatever he needs to do run around run off some energy and then he gets ready to come inside come back inside but it's just this is my way of doing it because you know i know he relies on me and you know when i had kids to deal with it was one of the things that i always did the same thing. Like we went outside. We went somewhere. Went to the park. Everything like that. We, it was always something to make it a little better. To, and I always felt better afterwards because I was outside. Because sunlight, again, vitamin D. It makes it actually makes you get in a better mood as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Vitamin D is a big, big factor. Not only your just physical health, but mental as well. It gives you energy, but also. It heals the mind to the point where it isn't it doesn't cure depression, but it helps give you a sense of happiness. Like I love going out during the summer. During the winter, I'm definitely inside all the time. I hate the I hate the colds. <laughs> I hate the snow. I, I'm a warm bodied person. I love the heat and I love the sun. I love the feeling of sun on my skin. It feels nice, it energizes me. So even though I don't go outside all the time while I'm out when I go to work, I'm a delivery guy. So I'm out in the sun. And when I'm out and about, I love the feeling of sun on my skin. So it feels nice. It's refreshing. And it's definitely because of not only because of the, like the the fresh air, but also the sun rays, the, the vitamin D that comes from it. It's definitely beneficial.
0: Oh yeah. But that's all we're gonna to do tonight, I think, unless you got something else to pull on.
1: No, nothing. That is nothing. that's it. I do right. appreciate that as always. Love to be in here.
0: Oh yeah, man, you you're, you're stuck. Just told you <laughs> that you're, you're stuck. <laughs> we're stuck
1: together like glue, and I love it. Oh, it's yeah. good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for for. Ooh, I can't even talk right now. I was in a good mood. <laughs> Thanks for for joining us and join the raid. Hope you all have a great night. Bye.